Welcome to Off the Cuff with SDJ, a podcast about everyday life from the spiritual, the physical, and the metaphysical perspective. Each week, I'll bring you episodes that have a casual, laid-back, informal, and spontaneous look at this thing we call life. I'm Sunny Don Johnston. Now let's get started. Hey there, hey there, friends. Welcome to Off the Cuff with SDJ. That is me. Come on in, guys, and let's get our off-the-cuff started. It is a beautiful Wednesday, and thank you. I have to just take a minute. Well, I better wait for everybody to jump on first before I do that. Take a minute and thank everybody for all their beautiful birthday love. So we'll give a minute for that. I have a really awesome guest today I'm excited to share with you, a gal that I have known for I don't even know how many years, but many years, and I'm so excited to introduce you to her. Um, so come on in, guys. Say hello. Let me know. You can hear me okay, see me okay, and you are ready for Off the Cuff Podcast. Thank you, guys. Okay. Hey, Serata. Hi, Sharon. Hey, Marsha. Hey, Carrie Ann and Mindy. Hi, Kathy and Cindy. Hello, Anne. Hey, Charlotte. Hello, Jennifer. Hey, Cynthia. Hi, Shirley. Hi, guys. Good to see you all. Hello, Thomas and Kathy. Jay. Good to see you, friends. Okay, so as everyone's coming on, I just have to take a minute. I have not, I have not been on social media outside of just for a minute, and, 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 and I tried to read some of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of messages for my birthday. So I just want to do a thank you to each and every one of you. I haven't gotten through them all yet, but I will. And I want to do one thank you to everyone for all of your love um, and blessings and messages and gifts and all that that you um, have offered me. I thank you so much. Um, This is my heart's work. Uh, This is where my spirit has guided me to be. Um, for the last 20 plus years and I wouldn't be anywhere else. And I just love each and every one of you that's part of my community. So thank you for all the birthday blessings. And do I look older? What do you think? Hmm? You see that 50 now? Because I was 49 the day before. I'm just wondering if you can tell now that I'm 50. I kind of feel like I just got in the club. Like finally I have, I like got the age to match wisdom Um, so I'm kind of excited about that, but anyway, thank you guys so very much. I have a really special guest. I am excited to introduce you to today. Um, so let's, uh, go ahead and bring her on. Okay. Hey, Bonnie. Hey, Sunny. Thanks so much for being here with us, my friend. Uh, thank you. I thank you. You know, I know we're surrounded by friends, people that support us, people that want to learn, I thank you. It was a wonderful community. Ah, Thank you, darling. All right, friends. So those of you that don't know Bonnie, I'm going to just read her bio so you can learn a little bit about um, what Bonnie does and is and what she's kind of created. And then we're just going to to jump in. So um, Bonnie Larson is a lifetime student of religion, spirituality, science, and history. Her certifications include regression, hypnosis, intensive, Gateway Dreaming Instructor, and Healing Through the Akashic Records Practitioner. A visionary, Bonnie is a teacher of heart math and coherence, the alignment of the heart and mind to the subconscious where the healing begins. 
a published author. Her book, Flying So High, was an Amazon number one bestseller in world aviation history. Bonnie's prayers, poems, meditations, and short stories are published in a variety of books and magazines. And Bonnie's passion is to empower others to reach their highest potential while living a joy-filled life. All right, Bonnie, that's a lot right there, girl. Okay, I have to ask you right off the top because I think I think there's some things in here that maybe people don't know. So an Akashic Records practitioner. So I love kind of connecting with that that energy and, and that field. But why don't you tell people what is that? What's an Akashic Records practitioner? Well, the Akashic Records are the book of life. And they involve the people that you've been in different periods of time, like uh, we're born again. So it's uh, lifetime to lifetime to lifetime. And you can access those records. And that's something that I do for people. You tune into the, uh, the spirit realm and you're able to look at those records and retrieve that information for people. And it helps them grow. You can clear up, uh, for instance, uh, horrific events. Um, maybe they're afraid of drowning. Uh, maybe they have a fear of something uh, or something that's holding them back. And you, you can access those records with them and uh, correct that. You can, in fact, uh, I did that myself uh, earlier this week. I was terrified to appear publicly and I went into those records and I talked to the little girl that had a problem years ago with uh, remembering things and, and being seen. And mm -hmm. so I adjusted that and I thought, you've got this. Mm -hmm. And I must say I'm much more comfortable today. So you can access your own records and if you know somebody that can do that, you can uh, move beyond blockages, clear the way. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I love I love tapping into that energy as well. Now, the next thing in your bio is, um, and I know a lot about heart math just because I've, you know, I've, I'm a dear friend of Greg's as well, and there's so many people that are connected with um, heart math and, and um, coherence. And so why don't you talk a little bit about, so we understand, the, or I understand the alignment of the heart, um, or the heart and the mind, and connecting that to the subconscious. but. What is the value of being in coherence, that heart math philosophy, and what and what guided you to start stepping into that? What, what, what called you into wanting to learn more about it, Bonnie? What called me into it was uh, I was at Machu Picchu with Greg Braden, and he uh, did a meditation. Hi, it was just the most incredible area and the most incredible vibration and with a very talented teacher. And he did a heart math process. And uh, what was very interesting about that uh, he's extremely talented in this particular place with this vibration and it uh, resonated at such a very high vibration. I understood what he was teaching us and it's a vibration that we can easily access later. Mm -hmm. So he picked the highest vibrating point really and all of us, and there were about 60 of us and I know very well that we can all access that information and that vibration also separately if we want uh, at any time. Yeah. And uh, what I have learned is largely from Greg Braden, and it has to do with the Heart Math Institute. I will be moving ahead in, in completing a, a process with them, so I'll be a certified uh, Heart Math teacher. That's very important to me. It's a process I use every day, every day. And I'm learning uh, even more about it right now from Joe Dispenza. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're both great uh, um, teachers of Heart Math, and I think um, so important to get that um, that energy and alignment so that we're not just, you know, letting the head rule us. Uh, we need the balance, right? And we need to be in coherence so that we can access that, that knowledge and that wisdom and that energy 
to create, you know, to create whatever it is we desire in life. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So you also wrote a book and I think this is interesting. So yes, she's a student, a student of religion and spirituality and science and history, um, studies heart math and coherence. And of course the Acacia Gregors, but then she wrote a book flying so high that is actually an Amazon number one bestseller in world aviation history. So you got, you got to give us a little background, Bonnie, like what, how do we go from all of that to, I'm going to write a book that is going to be number one in world aviation history. Like, how does that happen? <laughs> it, it, it was fun. You know, I, I took some college writing classes and I had a professor. He, he looked a lot like Hemingway. And one day he stopped me and I thought I'd really messed up. And he says, you, uh, you have a God given talent and by God, you better do something with it. And he says, get serious about it. I, I see great things coming from you. So, uh, I signed up for Writers in Paradise, and that was SDJ and Shanda Trove. And uh, I was writing this book. I'm going to show you. This is not um, an effort to sell the book, but I just want to just share the story with you because it's kind of an incredible story. It is an incredible story. And, and, and if people want to buy the book, though, they can. So they can please. buy it. Yeah, they can uh -huh. buy it. I'm going to hold it up because you'll see the visual. There. There you there. go. I'm so high. And um, good Lord. What, how to tease a dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> this book is about Amelia Earhart, and I chose her for a couple of reasons. Uh, she really spoke to me. She's a woman that really went beyond all barriers at the time. Uh, if there ever was a glass ceiling, she uh, shot far above it. I was also very anxious. Um, I wanted to know, uh, excuse me, I wanted to know what happened to her. For 80 years, we did not know what happened to her, and I really, really wanted the truth. So, and I can feel this resonating right at my heart. So why did I choose her? Uh, she said, um, she made so much more available for women. She was a very brave, wonderful woman. And there was so much secrecy, uh, what happened to her. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was so determined. I spent months writing this book and it opened uh, an entire group of people. You know, it's, sometimes it's hard to get a leg up. And what I found in this community that we're within, I'm surrounded by friends. I, I, I think you're either here to learn or you're here to support us. And I'm so grateful for that. And with this book, what I learned was how to connect to the stream of consciousness, the God consciousness. And as I was writing, it just became so fun. And everything was such an adventure. And as I was writing, um, I did, in fact, connect to that stream, increasingly so. So what I found is pretty soon the book was the book was commanding me. I would be working at the God. If I could, if I could slip out of here for an hour. I could go on, and I really, it it really did. It took over me in a most wonderful way. Mm -hmm. uh, it showed me uh, how to connect, and, and it affected all the tools that I have. Mm -hmm. it, it was just an incredible journey, and then, and I've written some uh, poems, prayers, and meditations, and so forth, and just feel more confident all the time. And uh, so I support other people's work now and I'll, I'll contribute toward them. And, uh, you know, it's just so fun. And boldly, I've just stepped out now. And uh, in some of these publications, I'll say, this is how I do what I do. If you want to do what I do, this works for me. And so I've begun, uh, I've started doing that too. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I thought that it was so fascinating to go from this to this. Like, okay, people are going to want to know how that happened. It, just like that, that easy. You know, I yeah. had uh, mentors, uh, tremendous mentors. Mm -hmm. 
So Bonnie, do you, um, do you write like, is writing your, cause, cause, um, one of the things that we talked about and, and I actually titled this was, um, you know, uh, dealing with, um, dyslexia. So you tell us a little bit about that. So when you, when were you diagnosed and what have you, what have you learned about yourself with that diagnosis and how have you learned to turn it around so that it worked for you? Uh, I'll tell you that, that's been a lifelong challenge. Um, I'm, I am dyslexic, I, I deny it. I will not let it have uh, uh, control of me. I'm almost a mirror image dyslexic. That is interesting. And mm -hmm. in the day when I was little, they didn't talk about dyslexia. I, I'm sure they were aware of it, but it wasn't mainstream. And when I was uh, very young, what I found is, uh, up until I was a sophomore, I couldn't remember anything. And it, uh, it really affected my confidence. Um, mm -hmm. I'd study, I'd work so hard, and really until I found a niche that I was good at, uh, I was definitely not a high achiever. And uh, what I discovered is um, my father taught me how to develop almost a photographic memory. And he mm -hmm. said, you're so visual. You know, it's right here. It's in a file. And I learned to see it and to make a picture of it and file it. And I could bring that file out at any time. So today I have a, a near photographic memory. And interestingly, uh, about 14 years ago, I had a very traumatic event. And... Uh, uh, my goodness. And what I found is that through that event and the healing process, when your mind has, uh, uh, I'd say it was be an expression, when you've, um, when you work really, really hard every day and you find that something so devastating has happened, there's a part of you that can shut down. And mm -hmm. for me, it was my visual mental processing. Mm -hmm. So, and if I got frustrating, I was done. I mean, I would get to stand there and smile at people, but I was done until I learned the discipline to uh, stay calm. And, and this is where I use some of the heart math uh, uh, procedure as well, where I could calm myself, connect to the source, our creator source, and, uh, and keep moving ahead. It took a long time. It actually took, um, that could come up for two or three years. Mm -hmm. I was very sensitive about it uh, because I run a business and you have to be upfront and with it every day. It can be a challenge when you know somebody one day and the next day you don't, and uh, they don't always understand. But uh, that was some of the process with the dyslexia. But what I found is that by, uh, by excuse me, by developing the visual center, uh, I developed more than that, and increasingly so. And I probably always had a tendency to be visual, which is why my dad taught me the photographic memory. Mm -hmm. uh, but. What I find is, um, as far as being visual, I can now, I've, I've developed it. I suggest mentoring. I suggest classes and every bit of knowledge that uh, appeals to you uh, to study it, um, integrate it, and move ahead and learn the next step because it all dovetails together. Mm -hmm. But that's how I overcame dyslexia. And I learned to laugh because there are going to be events where uh, you might remember, you might not remember, but it really isn't about that. You know the knowledge or you have the knowledge. So it's just bringing it forward and, and being yourself and being authentic and dealing with it. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you a question. My, uh, my nine-year-old granddaughter was actually diagnosed with dyslexia this, this year. And the way that you are talking about it is it's affected by memory. Yes. Um, 
so is that so explain to me because I, I don't know enough about it so i really i'm i'm really curious um it's the memory of the organization of like when i think of dyslexia i'm thinking of it just like with reading but you're saying it's really in in all different areas everything is with yours mirror image it's flip-flopped the exact opposite in in anything like things that you would just see that have nothing to do with letters is that is that the case some of it uh, but mine also mine has uh, something kind of interesting also is getting things into long-term memory i could short-term memory i could study i could study I, and i work so hard mm -hmm. but i definitely was not on the top of my class because mm -hmm. i could not get it into long-term memory mm -hmm. so i remember it a day uh, even as an adult, I took uh, three years of uh, algebra in the uh, college-level algebra, and they said, why did you um, take three years of algebra if it was so challenging to you? And I said, well, because <laughs> I don't ever want to have to do it again. Mm -hmm. But I thought as long as I was there, I was going to keep going. Um, it's uh, For me, it continues to be short-term, long-term memory. I still exercise that every day. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if she's having trouble, it's, it's probably, or I would say, if hers is similar to mine, it would be that she can get it into short-term memory, but she's going to have to find techniques that will help her get it into long-term memory. Mm -hmm. For my daughter. I realized that, that I didn't, I, I just, it never occurred to me that, that that memory was what was a part of that. I guess, I, I don't really know what I thought, but I just figured that it was seeing I think I, I, I think my understanding, obviously being ignorant to the situation, was that it was just that that letters were being reversed or words were being reversed. I didn't think about it as memory. It's memory, and my youngest daughter is a true uh, mirror image dyslexic, and mm -hmm. she went to Sylvan. Uh, it's a school program if you have a, a difficulty in school, and uh, they were. I was told as a parent that she was. Uh, probably just a drug addict, not interested in a drug addict. Well, that was far from the truth. Mm -hmm. And she worked so hard. Mm -hmm. um, I took her to Sylvan uh, Learning Center, and within just three months, they said they had never seen a true mirror image dyslexic. And they mm -hmm. said, oh, thank God, because now we can deal with it. And in three months, she was like a 3.2 grade point average. It was that fast. They knew how to deal with it, and they knew how to help her rewire and to, to reprogram. Mm -hmm. But the only thing in her life, she went in the medical field. She doesn't have to reverse the x-rays like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting more for her. That we worked out for her. Huh, that's interesting. Really interesting. Um, okay. So you, um, what you did is you, your dad taught you how to have a photographic memory. Yes. And then you kind of turned it around though so that you see this because there's, there's another kind of dyslexia. What's the one with numbers? Isn't there one with numbers that gets, is there, is there a name for it? Or is it just part of dyslexia? As far as I know, it's just part of it. There may and be a that, name for it. Okay, and you have that too. So it's, it affects every everything. Everything, and in fact, my daughter, uh, the one that is the mirror image, uh, she says that things, uh, paper, letters and numbers on a page don't lay flat. So she sometimes will put a little screen and it's just a little color film. And with some teachers, they'll suggest blue, red, green, yellow. Um, and I might have left one of those out, but it, uh, it'll, if you lay that, sometimes if you have the type where the letters come up off the page or if you're walking, the road seems closer to you, that's part of it too. Uh, yeah. by the film or by the lenses they do in your glasses, they can cause mm -hmm. those to lay down. Hmm. That's interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you, but you turn it into a gift. So you, 
So how did how for people that maybe they have somebody like I'm a granddaughter that's you know she's got she needs some support in learning how to how to manage it when you turn it into a gift what does that look like for you how do you how do you redirect it how do you flip it for me it's seeing it if I've ever seen it I can see it again it's filed away if I if I'm having a little difficulty retrieving it it's filed away it's in uh, it's been I've taken a picture of it I've put it in a file I filed it in a cabinet. It, and it's in the front of my brain, interestingly, and I can pull that file out, lay it down, look at it any time, and, mm -hmm. and I do that. But I took that, um, I think there was a natural gift aptitude for a vision, and what I've done is uh, I, can, I, I can see, I can see in the future, I can see in the past, I, I have access because I'm in that uh, stream of consciousness, mm -hmm. I can see, I can see into the Akashic, I can see uh, gateway dreaming. So it's something that I've continued to develop and learn. And I've had, I must say, I've had the most fantastic mentors. And mm -hmm. I've worked with uh, a woman by the name of Kathleen L. Balfour, Holistic Health and Wellbeing. She has really helped me to fine tune the talents and the gifts over time and open pathways for me, uh, mm -hmm. dealing with this and dealing with some other uh, things. So the healing, the healing in the distance. Now, that's interesting because as I do a healing process, it's a prayerful meditation and healing. It's interesting to me, is it the right or is it the left? And uh, so uh, God's got me covered there. So uh, got me covered. <laughs> That's interesting. Really, really interesting. I'm gonna have to think about that when, when talking with my granddaughter. Okay, so you, um, I know you've written, you didn't just write that book and you're writing again because you're working on another book, but you've also done a bunch of little um, um, compilation kind of books. And um, I think that you mentioned you had uh, a meditation, like the meditation that you put in the uh, in the 111 book, the 111 um, morning meditations. Do you yes. want to walk our audience through that? Because I think that'd be a great exercise. Like it's the middle of the week, it's hump day. Let's just take a minute and take your, get yourself centered and focused. So you guys all want to do that? I thought we'd have an experience. Yes, I love experiences. So let's take them on one, Bonnie. All right. And it's from this book, uh, 101. Oop, there you go. Dyslexic Morning Meditations. It's in this book. And uh, I thought uh, if you'd like to have an experience, I think, uh, in fact, I know we can do this. and We can have some fun with it. I'd like to show you um, something, too, because I'm going to give you a visual. Um, let's see if we've got this. There, there you go. There are certain key phrases that have to do with heart math and connecting to source that expedite the process. And those are it. It's appreciation, care, compassion, and gratitude. Those words alone vibrate here at the heart center, which has to do with heart math. And that's simply bringing your, uh, your heart, your feeling, uh, very warm and loving feeling to your intellect, connecting there, and then you can work in the subconscious realm. Also, when you uh, when you when you've had the experience and you've continued to do this, and you'll be developing a lot of talent when you do this. I've learned to also integrate my solar plexus. Mm -hmm. This is something that not everybody talks about yet, but sometimes in life we'll have some very uh, challenging situations, some things that are hard to deal with. And if uh, I'm passionate, so I'm extremely loving and compassionate, but I'm also passionate. And <laughs> what I do before I'm passionate is I say, may the things I say and do, and I'll touch my solar plexus, my heart, my head. Mm -hmm. And always, 
we have better results, uh, more loving results when we, um, coming from your solar plexus alone can be just a little brutal. But so what I do is I, I'll combine it. If I have something very, very challenging, I'll combine that in. I've been very pleased with the outcome. Mm -hmm. So thank Beautiful. you. And Beautiful. so I thought I would love to take you on an experience. Are you yeah. ready? Are you ready? Are y'all ready? We're gonna, yeah, Let's we are it. ready. Uh, what I'd like to do, would you please close your eyes? Close your eyes, follow my voice. Now that you're comfortable, you're calm. This is my prayerful meditation. It's called close your eyes and believe. In your morning space of appreciation, close your eyes, breathe, quiet your mind, inhale deeply, infusing your body with the breath of the spirit. Exhale all the troubles you, all the concerns of the material world. Know that you are loved. Breathe. You are loved passion of our creation. Invite the light to you, through you, releasing all doubt. Breathe. You are love. You are light. You are beautiful. Believe. You are the consummate balance of the feminine and the masculine complementary aspects. You are a perfect child of grace, faith, compassion. Marry your gifts with the divine. The spirit descends as you ascend, meeting in the middle at zero point. Rejoice. Know that you are loved, know that you are light. Transcend the limitations of the physical, know that you are. You are healthy, a vibrant, a lighted vessel, a beacon of light, attracting light, illuminating light. You are a consciousness of higher vibration Bring the light in through your crown, your third eye, your voice, your heart center, solar plexus, base, knees, and feet. See the light passing through you, grounding you as it processes into the soil beneath you. As the light continues, See it infusing Mother Earth with healing regeneration. Feel the joy of the higher vibration, lighting your energy centers, your circuits, your cells. You are light. You are love in all that you do. Feel the source replenish your body, the gentleness, softness of our mother, her essence breath breathed for us. Whole again, you feel refreshed. 
energized and ready to start your day. Hold this glowing feeling for a few more minutes. You are satisfied, appreciative, and filled with love. Hold this feeling for a moment longer. Feel it resonate within you. Feel the love, the joyfulness, and a deep sense of peace. Feel it at your heart. Now as you begin to return, know that you can access this feeling of love, peace, compassion. It's available to you at all times. And as you return to consciousness, remember this feeling, love divine. It's easily accessible. Simply close your eyes. And you've just touched a little bit upon gateway dreaming, heart math, and perhaps some of you, maybe just a little bit of the Akashic Records. Mm. And you can access this at any time. Um, there is a link on my webpage. I, I, I put it on so that you can access it. And uh, Chris Volker of uh, the Sunny Don Johnson Enterprises, she actually did a recording, a professional recording for me of it. And you're welcome uh, to look on my webpage and download that for free. It's yours. And so the website is Bonnie Larson with an O, L-A-R-S-O-N dot net. Bonnie Larson dot net. So you can go to get the download there if you want. That was beautiful, Bonnie. Thank you very much. I almost checked so, right out. I was like, oh, wait, you're, you're doing a show, Sonny. Come on back. <laughs> well, at the regression hypnotherapy, they called me the bomb. And when I... <laughs> Is that a good thing? And it is. But I thought when I was reading it, I had to. I'm uh, one thing that I've recently developed is that um, this is interesting. Is that I have the ability, and so we can develop this if it's our desire. But I can be in the fully conscious and the fully subconscious at the same time. And so that's something that may appeal to you. It may not appeal to you. But I, 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 I had to work even myself uh, when I was reading that because I was connecting to source in. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I needed to be conscious for you to take yeah, you there and yeah. to bring you back. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same way. I do that. Uh, I've got a foot on each side. And I'm like, okay, which which way do I want to go? For yeah, sure. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you all for trusting me with that. Yes, absolutely. That was great. That was great. All right, Bonnie, I have a couple of off-the-cuff questions for you now. All right. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Um, what was your first job? I worked for a congressman, uh, Lloyd Meads in Everett, Washington. Hmm. What, you, what did you do? Did you do like there, were you like a secretary or yes. did you? Okay. Yes. yes, I was. Okay. Interesting. Was 16. Okay. Did you like that kind of work? I thought um, <laughs> off the cuff. Well, I liked uh, the job. I did not like politics and I decided in that very moment I would never ever probably have any part of politics. Mm -hmm. That's I what I think I would think too. <laughs> I worked with, uh, long ago there was Senator, Senator Henry M. Jackson 
he was very, very classy. I enjoyed working with his office uh, anytime I had the opportunity to work with him. But really, that was a defining moment. No politics. If I can't speak my truth, I'm not interested. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, sister. Amen, for sure. Okay, um, if you were to name one thing that you use every day that you really could not live without, what would it be? Heart math. Mm. Heart math. I, I use it all the time. In fact, I use it so instinctively now. Um, you know the, <laughs> you know these blissful people that kind of sit there and they just smile and they look so warm and you think, how did they do that? Mm -hmm. um, I find myself there now, mm -hmm. and I feel that joy. And it's uh, it's my goal uh, when I do that, not just to revel in it, but uh, that I believe we bring that down. We are a channel. Uh, and I hope to be a uh, clear and perfect channel. What I like to do is bring that energy down and it uh, also comes through me and comes out for other people. Mm -hmm. And the truth is I also uh, infuse the earth with that energy. I think we're the yeah. conduit in between, like the Ventruvian man, uh, we're the conduit in between. Mm -hmm. So I use it every day. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So heart math is, um, the there's a there's a process there's a whole process that goes with heart math and you can you can google it there's a huge um uh, movement really to help people to get into um uh, coherence with your with your heart and your head so um haley is asking what heart math is so do you have a, a short answer for that outside of heart heart um mind coherence yep uh, short and simple you're taking from your heart center your feeling your intellect and you're aligning it to your higher consciousness, your subconscious and then your higher consciousness. Uh, some of the benefits are, I, I meant to tell you this, <laughs> some of the benefits are uh, in coherence, your body heals and it mends. And we have so much uh, stimulation coming at us all the time. If you go on the net and you're looking at something, you get ads, ads, ads. If the phone rings and you have a constant, we're just, uh, uh, there's a, an onslaught of information coming uh, at us at all times. Uh, with this heart math, calm yourself, get back to what you want to think and what you want to believe and what you want to process. Set all of that aside so that you're not reacting to it. You can respond, respond in love. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's And the body heals. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Because the resistance is gone. You're not in that push pull. Yes. Wow. Awesome. Okay. Um, let's see. Do you have a favorite? I know you've traveled a lot. So do you have a favorite place that you've traveled to? And if so, what is it and why? Machu Picchu, without a doubt. I think as a Oh, Stonehenge might be behind that. And in uh, the Pyramid of Geese, I've had so many, uh, when I visit these sites, I have extraordinary experiences. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd say Machu Picchu, I loved so much. I was there in 2010, and I'm looking forward uh, to going there again. I'm going to go with the SDJ people. Yeah, we're going yeah. over here, 2022. 2022, I'm going to go there, and I think it, it'll it will have been by then 12 years since I've been there and I'm looking forward to accessing it with the knowledge and the skills that I've implemented since that time. Sure. I, I think it's going to be an incredible adventure and it's a lot of my friends are going to be there too. So that's right. It's going to be a great, great trip. And just FYI, we do have one space for somebody that wants a roommate. We have one space available for that trip that came open in the last couple months. So if anybody's interested in going to Peru with us, 
then um, certainly send me an email. Okay. Awesome. All right. And last question, Bonnie. Um, if you could leave one message with humanity, what would the message be? Oh, you just, I'm not kidding. You got me. It would be do what you do with love and do it with your whole heart. Mm. Yeah, that's not much else that needs to be said, right? Yeah, beautiful. Thank you, my friends, so much. So those of you that are interested in going and checking out that um, download, again, you can go to Bonnie Larson, L-A-R-S-O-N dot net to um, get, that, get that download. And um, thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you, Bonnie, my friend. I appreciate it. Well, you didn't even make me nervous. How about that? Thank See, you I so much, you. everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Off the Cuff with SDJ. If you gained some knowledge, if you felt a connection, if you got some ahas or insight into this thing we call life, if you feel like you're a little more elevated than you were before you listened to this podcast, then please subscribe to this podcast. And if you're already signed up, please rate and review it. I'd greatly appreciate it. If you want to get more information about me and what I have to offer, go to my website, Sunny Don Johnston. That's with a T. Dot com. Thanks so much, my friend, and I hope to see you next week.